Hi, this is Derek Harp, the founder and chairman of CSA and the host of the CSA uh, podcast show. And today we've got something a little bit different than what we have been doing. Um, although I've invited both of these gentlemen to also do uh, share their, their their personal professional journeys, sort of the biographies we've been doing. But today we're going to talk about a really important initiative and project that both have been working on for, for years now. And we'll sort of get into the history of it, the ICS Village. So I'm talking with Bryson Bort, CEO and founder of Scythe, and Tom Van Norman, who is uh, the senior vice president at Grimm. And uh, both focused on cybersecurity for control systems for uh, many years and both well-known in the industry. Uh, but people might not know, some people in our community might not know about the ICS Village. Might, might not have been to one of the conferences where it's been featured. Um, and so we'll talk about that, where it's seen and, and how people can interact with it. And uh, so I think uh, welcome to the show, uh, Tom and Bryson. Uh, I'm excited to have you here. Thank you, Derek. Glad so, to be here. Good to see you again after S4. Yes, we survived it. <laughs> it was a great, great week. Great week. Yeah. Um, n- nothing like getting getting together face to face. It felt like uh, the good old times felt novel, right? They felt different. Like wow, face to face and getting together with folks and having drinks. It was it was it was nice. So let's talk about the ICS Village. Um, I think go back. You know, Tom, you and I um, crossed paths many years ago, a decade ago, and um, and and you were the, there's precursor to what you and Bryson are doing today that goes back a long way. Absolutely. Hey, Derek, that, that uh, if memory serves me correctly, we started this about eight years ago. So okay. this was a DEFCON, uh, DEFCON about, about eight years ago. Uh, they were looking for villages, and a few people within the community, uh, you know, got together and, and said, hey, we should start the ICS Village. Uh, no idea what the ICS Village or what a village was, but my uh, a previous employer supported me doing it. I donated a bunch of hardware, software, money, time, th- things like that. Uh, so between that and uh, I, I bet you we had a dozen different people from the community pitching that, that first year. It was born. All right. So something happens, though. You go from, the, if I remember right, I, I remember seeing somewhere around that time from a sort of a wall with some stuff on it and people could come up to it, interact. And it was at the Sands conference in Orlando that I was helping organize at the time, um, that must have gotten some positive, uh, you know, I, I remember it getting really positive feedback, people being able to see cyber to physical happening, right? You had, you could see it right there. There was physical yeah. stuff and you could interact with it and you could see the effect. And that was at the time, was anybody, had anybody else done that? The, the uh, so, so the best of my knowledge, nobody else has done that. So you know, when, when we started this eight years ago, uh, we were all just really shooting from the hip. You know, hey, this is what we think we should do. This is what we're going to do. You know, and we, we, we hobbled against a bunch of money from, from different people. And, and Wait, as, as opposed to now where we're not shooting from the hip at all. It's all <laughs> planned, all very well organized and thoroughly executed. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, the, the uh, so... My my previous employer, uh, you know, they, they they had trade show booths and things like that. And we said, all right, hey, let's take one of these trade show booths to, you know, a hacking conference, uh, and we did, and and it turned out pretty cool. But we quickly realized that this does not work very well. It doesn't, you know, it takes too many people, it takes too many, too much resources to move it. So, uh, about three years later, when we went to the Sands conference, probably five or six years ago, roughly, uh, I don't know, t- t- time flies now, uh, we, uh, we we put together a, a much 
simpler design that we can put in a crate. We pull out, we set it up, and hey, look at that. Now we have these cyber physical components on there. We can we can show uh, you know how to how to hack them, how to you know how to attack them, how to defend them. We see the cyber physical impact. You know, the, the in, in this case here, we have a water tank that we can uh, drain or overfill into a into a spill chamber. Uh, we have we have alarms and lights and stuff like that. But uh, we've really read the, we, we define that process and and what we're showing over over the years to what we have today. And that has I, I think we'll get to what you're doing today. But I'm assuming that phase then really informed things. Where where do you and Bryson you know now now there's an entity formed. There's a 501c3 and it's it's obviously you know it's independent. It's not a particular vendor's thing. But you've got people contributing to it. You've got a variety of sponsors. You know how's that all how's that all come about? Yep. So, so, so after the first DEF CON, uh, you know, it's a lot of work. Uh, and we, we had a couple of people from, uh, from Grimm that participated in that. The following year, uh, our, our, anytime you have an organization uh, with a lot of volunteers, those volunteers tend to fall off pretty quickly. Uh, you know, we, we, we've seen yeah. that in whatever, whatever organization we work in. It's nothing against the volunteers. It's life takes over. Uh, you're not getting paid to do this, and people fall out. So, but by, by the second year, I'm like, I, I can't do this anymore. And I met Bryson at that time. And I'm like, Bryson, hey, I'm out. I can't do this. You know, the the, the volunteers. It ended up being where my my company was funding a lot of the stuff. Hold on, hold on. We got to back up. We got to back right. up to RSA. So, ICS Village back in the day was only two events a year. It was DefCon and it was RSA. And kudos to RSA for being forward leading on this because they helped fund us coming there to do that. Mm. And at the time, I was heavily involved with the car hacking village because um, my I was doing work uh, with a, a guy named Atlas and some other folks on car hacking before that became a big thing. So before Velasic and Miller first did their whole Wired article on how to attack a car, we were already doing all of that research. We just didn't go public with it. And we built an equivalent of the wall of a car where we were the first people to take an entire car and explode it onto a board. So we called it Ford on a board, AKA 3PO. So you could be <laughs> able to interact with any part of a car. Again, going back to the biggest value with the spaces that we work in is being able to demonstrate a physical effect. It's not just abstract nerd data stuff. It's like, oh yeah. no, I see the steering wheel not work. I see the brakes do this and do that. That and I can get. Quickly, and, I can. <laughs> and like I think a lot of these things, it was a classic passion project of a lot of energy and passion and very little money. So this first iteration of 3PO was a bare, uh, like plywood board. I don't know. It was probably like four by five with all these parts, wires sticking out every direction. And Tom was kind enough to be like, "Hey, you can bring that with the ICS Village at RSA." And to show how little planning we had put into this. It didn't even occur to us that like once we got there, this was going to be something we would have to find some way to display. And so it's just this board by itself. We leaned it against the wall and people were coming up and kind of like, well, what's this? And particularly with RSA being such a big glitzy IT event, the most common thing we got was we know you. this is the most engineering thing here because it looks like it, which I think was a backhanded compliment. Yeah. After that, uh, during RSA then, so Tom and I really started getting to talking. We started talking about what was going on at the ICS Village, and I was like, well, of course, I want to help support that. Um, and I was still heavily with Car Hacking Village, I guess, up until 2017. But 
15, 16, and 17, uh, Grimm and my team, we were very much involved with the ICS Village and sponsoring it and helping bring it. And the real turning point was 2017 at DEF CON. Um, I joke, we were in the cloaca of the hotel. Like nobody could find the ICS Village. We were in this tiny little room in the back. And it was, it was uh, not our best showing at that time. There were three exhibits. We had the wall. We had this crazy academic project from England. I don't know if you remember what that was, Tom. I don't, but, it, but, but, but I know that you're... Crazy academic know. project. And then uh, we had an ICS IoT um, project that I had built at Grimm, which was, it's called Howdy Neighbor. And it's like all these integrated systems into uh, a house and into multiple different things. And that was it. That was all the DEF CON. And the only reason the wall and like core ICS Village even made it that year was Grimm is the only sponsor. And I pulled Tom aside and I was just like, wow, dude, like I believe in what we can do here. And I mean, you know, what's this five years ago? Critical infrastructure was not a conversation anybody was having. Nobody cared about industrial control systems, but Tom and I both believed there was so much purpose and value in the idea. And I pitched him, I was like, hey, I don't wanna like rock the boat here, but I think we can do this in another way. So we're, it's, it's easier for the community and companies that have some money to help make this something more regular. So we're not just doing the passion project where, and even still with all of that, Tom and I have, have spent an inordinate amount of money out of our own pockets to make this work. Well, I love it. I mean, this is, uh, you know, straight to my heart, this is entrepreneurial to, you know, to 100%, right? I mean, it's it's just how startups work as well. It's like, if you look back, like, oh my God, it was so immature and it was so this, and then it, you know, like, how did you end up here? And it's a journey, right, of evolution and innovation and feedback and trying different things. and. Um, now it's too bad that you probably don't have Ford on the boarding where that original piece. It's, it'd be artwork. It'd be techno art. And um, no, Grim still has it. Grim, oh, Grim still no. Grim still tours with Ford on a board. The same it's one. The same one you described with all the wires poking out. Oh no, no, it's not all the wires. It's yeah, yeah. If you, if you probably seen one, it more recently than that. As art, so. All right. Well, so let's talk through this evolution. You guys, uh, it, it makes sense. You take this uh, this phase you're at, and Tom, I I, I totally urge you on volunteer uh, recruitment, management, retention. I mean, I, I know a lot about what you're talking about there. It, it is a challenge. So you thought you, you, it sounded to me like you you sought to build some sort of uh, hmm. uh, um, entity to support this thing long term, right? To give it a long term support and um, and a way to to raise money from more sponsors. Would that be part of part of that entity formation? Absolutely. So, so what? Once uh, Bryson and Grim got involved, you know, we we uh, we quickly realized, hey, the potential is so much greater than what we can we can payroll. You know, we 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 can fund with our our own uh, our own funds. Let's go turn that into a nonprofit. Let's go out and get sponsors. Let's go get more people within the community and different companies and whatnot to help us with this journey and push it along. Yeah, I love it. So, how's that journey uh, evolving, and and where? I know that some people who will be listening to this have never seen it. They've never heard about it. Where would they, where would they interact with it? How, how are the way, what are the ways they can interact with it? The, well, the, one of the ways that to, uh, to interact with it, uh, to interact with ISS Village is that our, our conference we just had back on May 4th, uh, we have a hack to capital. Uh, this year we, we had uh, several hundred people uh, attend, uh, 
in person and and about the same remote. Uh, so it's uh, beginning to be a pretty uh, pretty good sized conference. We also do several other in person events uh, every year, uh, such as RSAC coming up in June, DefCon in August, uh, and we we we, uh, we do many local events or smaller events. Uh, for example, we're going to run our CTF at a, a community college event in Dayton, Ohio, coming up uh, week after next. So we we we, we while we do the big uh, the big national events, we also really like doing the small local ones. We get to interact with with people more on a more personal level, get to really show them what's going on with the control system, what, what control systems are, uh, some some uh, you know vulnerabilities within them, how, how to protect them, really get more hands-on and personal with people. And people can go to icsvillage.com and see an interactive model right now. So if they're curious, like, what, what are they talking about? and they just want to visualize it, go to icsvillage.com and click load the interactive model and run the video. See so, what so, it looks like with the pandemic beard. Yes. yes, yes I so, saw so, that. I was looking at it again. I'm like, yeah, he was rocking the uh, the, 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 uh, the COVID look. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we did that over the pandemic because we couldn't get out in front of in front yeah. of people. So uh, Bryson came up here to Pennsylvania for, for, for a day. We uh, went to a studio down down the road here and we uh, we filmed it when, uh, you know, they edited it and put it up there and, that, 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 that was our uh, response to, hey, we can't get out in front of people. This is what control systems are. This is what yeah. you know, we do. That's, that's been the big pivot for us the last two years is prior to that, everything we did was in person. If you wanted to have anything to do with us, the only way to do it was to come to one of the events. And the good news is we did 15 to 20 events a year besides, uh, sorry, uh, RSA and uh, uh, DEF CON being the, the two major events. Uh, yeah. we created our own conference, Hack the Capital. And so those were kind of the three big things that we did um, every year. But then on top of that, we did a lot of the uh, either ICS-specific or security-specific conferences throughout the country. And the pandemic happened. Of course, all of that stopped. And we were like, huh, not only do we need to find a way to still be engaging folks, but also our Capture the Flag, which was very much an in-person thing, we had to to adapt that. And so that's that's something where Tom's a little, humble about these things, but he, he he led a project to do a lot of research to find a way to kind of create this uh, remote middleware ability so that we could time slot back to physical things and be able to do the capture the flag virtually. Um, we started doing monthly tabletop exercises. We have our own monthly podcast called Hack the Plant uh, that's now done in collaboration with the Atlantic Council. Uh, we are uh, continuing to look for a lot more virtual things that we can do and grow that. Um, that's been uh, on our roadmap is how can we continue to make this something that continues to go forward. Uh, that also ties into the memorandums of understanding that we have with Departments of Energy and Homeland Security, where we have started collaborating with them on uh, a lot of the, the labs that they have. Uh, so DHS's lab, CISA, theirs is called Seller. Um, and I want to say that one is out of is it Sandia or Idaho? Do you do you remember Tom? I forget. Yep. So, so, so they have majority in uh, in Idaho National Labs, and they have one over at uh, PNNL. And then and that was one of the neat things that we just did the 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 world debut at Hack the Capital was CISA has created an ICS escape room, and the full version, which is going to be this twenty by twenty thing with its own dedicated space, is going to be at DefCon. Uh, so we're we're expecting a lot of interest and excitement about that. And that really ties back to what is our mission? 
most people, again, this didn't change a lot five years, is most people do not know what industrial control systems are. What's a PLC? I don't know. Why do I care? And so that's a that's a, the, the initial point of meeting folks and getting them initially exposed to the vocabulary and understanding of ICS. Yeah, the second PLC, is HMI, RTU, what, what are these crazy things? DCS, yeah, right. Um, and then the second are uh, IT practitioners who we want them to understand because they're they're looking at risk management and a lot of the business continuity and disaster recovery processes as their job, recognizing you're in an industrial control system environment. You might think the power plant's always over, only over there, but how does electricity actually get handled to come to your office? What about the water? What about the HVAC? What about the physical security systems? What about if you have pressure and isolation and recognizing that that is a part of your risk profile? And then the third, which really ties to the wall and a lot of the, the capture of the flag and hands-on training that we do at these is helping IT security practitioners make the jump because it seems like such an, a, an obtuse field to them until you actually get your hands on and, oh, now I understand how ladder logic works on a PLC and that makes it easier for them to begin a career, not just being IT security professionals, but being OT security professionals. And so that that ties to how we fill the the three elements of our mission. Well, that's that's awesome, and we certainly know uh, with our mission that's very compatible. Which is we got to get people from a variety of sources to be the workforce uh, for this this area, and we can't. Uh, they won't all come from heavy engineering backgrounds and then learn some cybersecurity. They're going to also be people with IT and cyber backgrounds and need to learn engineering. We got both, right? It's a fusion process and people have all their opinions about where the best cyber people come from. Well, the truth is if you have lots and lots of job openings, they need to come from multiple places. And and I love this, that you're, um, you're helping build that early awareness with like, okay, this is how these things are different uh, because that's not fundamentally understood by, by folks who haven't looked at it yet. Um, this is a real visceral, physical uh, kind of thing. And from a learning, you know, learning mode, that's awesome to be able to see it in the flesh, so to speak. So what's next? Uh, RSA, right? You guys will be, that's coming up soon. You'll be there. June, uh, early June, June 6th, right? June 6th to the 9th. Yep. We we will, we will uh, we have two pods there. Uh, we will be there uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So seven, eight, nine. My math is right here. Uh, we, we, have, we have two pods. One is focused on uh, industrial control systems in healthcare. Your hospitals have have ICS in them. They have, you know, power and water and different gases and HVAC and things like that. And healthcare is uh, uh, starting to get a lot more attention. And, uh, you know, we, we found it'd be a great opportunity to say, hey, control systems are part of healthcare also. Yeah. Uh, not, not just your x-ray machines and your MRI machines and things like that, but you know your your water pumps and power and things like that. The 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 other uh, space that we have there in the sandbox is a uh, we're 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 gonna have a, a a threat hunting themed area. So we we have a an adversary emulation tool scythe that's gonna be there to uh, show how or actions that adversaries can can perform. We have other sponsors that, that have uh, joined up to be there to talk about different parts of threat hunting, different forensics, stuff like that, that, you know, hey, you, you, uh, this is how you threat hunt. This is the information that you're going to see. We have network visibility uh, uh, vendors, uh, consultants, stuff like that. And then we have uh, uh, CIS is going to be there with their little arc flash seller kit. 
Uh, so that that's going to be the the thing that hopefully draws people in when, when it starts to make noise and you know it's, it's a housing it's a it's a housing development that you can attack and uh, the lights go out and it makes arcs and flashes and you smell the ozone coming out of it and, and things like that. So it, it's uh, it's looking to be a pretty good time. Uh, we have we have a, a lot of really good sponsors and a lot of really good volunteers lined up to come help help with it. Talk about threat hunting. Talk about control systems and healthcare. Uh, so yeah, if you're going to be there, come on out. We're in the uh, Moscone South second floor. Yeah, if you want to see the ICS Village, and especially if you're going to RSA anyway, which I know some of our listeners will be, go check this out. Uh, June 6 through 9 uh, in San Francisco, um, one of the largest, if well, I guess the largest cybersecurity conference in the world, but there's a growing influence. I, I've gone on and off for 20 years to, to this event, and now for some time, ICS, Control System Cybersecurity, not only is your you know, is your sort of display there? There's there's people speaking about it. There's tracks on it. I mean, it's it's begun to be a piece of what goes on there, right? It's getting attention that it didn't not that many years ago. It didn't get much attention. I, I, absolutely. The the uh, this year here we have a, uh, I bet you probably ten or so talks that that are control system specific. We also have training. Uh, Grim's gonna be doing a, a tabletop, and there's other a few other companies that do, that will be doing tabletops and or training there also. Yeah, I, I got to give a shout out for my own talk because uh, I'm going to be moderating a panel with uh, TSA in the post-colonial pipeline. Uh, and the big thing here is TSA is going to admit where they made some mistakes on that. So it's not just a, a government getting up there and going, hey, everything's great. Security directives one and two, everybody loves them, uh, which is not true and uh, could have been handled a bit better. And so uh, that's also going to include um, the... Uh, American Petroleum Institute and um, a journalist from uh, CyberScoop. So we're going to have some other folks there on stage to keep them honest. But I really like when government commits to those kinds of authentic answers because I think that builds the credibility. And that's been one of the challenges to where everybody trots out and says public-private partnership and information sharing is the solution to all of our problems. And that trust has been corrosive to that. So that's also an example tied to what we do and a part of the track that we're going to be doing at RSA. Well, awesome. And um, thank you guys for all your years. I I, uh, I I really was trying to come up with a joke for um, Air Force, Army, and Navy, you know, three guys walk into a bar. We got that covered here. We could make fun of the Marines. There's nobody here to defend themselves. Derek, but, it's easy. You and I were the only ones that were in the military. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you guys for that too, part of your bios and backgrounds. Thank you for your service. I always like like to uh, note that when I see it. And uh, so come see the ICS Village uh, coming up soon at, at the RSA conference and then at other places. Obviously, you've got a calendar of events on the uh, on the website. Capture the flag. Uh, excuse me. Uh, call for papers for DEF CON is open. So uh, we host our own stable of talks at DEF CON um, and we have the option for virtual and in person. So lots of flexibility for you to submit your ideas. We love to feature all the latest research and different debates. Where can someone do that? Uh, uh, well, I mean, it's it's off of our, our website, I think. Is it it's about, is it up on the website yet, Tom? Remember, it, everything's planned and organized not, here. If it's not, it will be by the time this uh, podcast gets released. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah. Find That'll it on be. our website, icsvillage.com, events page, DEF CON. There will be the CFP. Okay. But it's out. It's open for at least another month and a half. So. Uh, I think your viewers, of course, are a phenomenal audience to come and uh, speak at that conference. Well, hey, thank you, Tom and Bryson, again, for everything and for, for uh, coming and giving a shout out and for your 
previous supportive things we're, we're trying to do with the workforce and uh, look forward to more collaboration. I think we should be talking about maybe doing some sort of event uh, with you guys. Uh, that sort of popped clearer into perspective as you guys were talking. So um, awesome all the way around and uh, stay safe and be well in, uh, in the meantime.